Hello, welcome into episode 216 of Kids and Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today I've got a blather with the same. Cheers for the essential workers because that's part of the podcast now. What to crack? Hero section, me, me, me section, and I think I'll be it. So get your cup of tea, your dram, or your IV drip, and I'll let you know what's been the crack in Keithness this past week. I'm going to let this run because it's quite nice. It's called Uplifting Music. Pretend this is me playing the piano. Sorry, it is going on a bit. It's lovely though. It has stopped. Right. Uh, welcome into the blather. I've actually written this out this episode. So, sorry, you're going to have to hear paper. The past few weeks are rolling on. I hope you are all well. I know some of you aren't. And it's never going to be the same again. So please accept my love. The song by the real people, The Same, has the lyrics, Every day is the same. And I think after week six of the lockdown in the UK, kind of feels like it is. Up he- here, just now, we're all very well, thank you. Um, we get up, the Baron's online school. Richard does jobs in the garden. Buchel thinks that we love him more. And I online work. It's the same, but different. We're all in different moods, some are up, some are down. All of us miss our friends and family. We walk the dog. It's the same, but it's different. The birds are different. The lambs are different. The weather is different. The tide is different, but the route is the same. This could well... This could well us. Oh, it could. Sorry, I'm trying to read my writing. I've lost the mood there. Hold on, get yourself back in the mood. This could well us into a false sense of security until we hear the news again and the death rate is currently over 30,000 in the UK and in Scotland is 2,795. That's 2,795 families grieving. And I get snapped back into my... It's the same, but it's different. And it's different for a reason. It feels like the sea to me just now. It looks so calm and twinkly and beautiful. And it even looks warm. But it's different. It's always moving. Wiser Louise remembers the sea as nature. You don't mess with nature, do you? You respect it or you could die. The virus is like that. It's nature. It's not going to give up. It's not ready to give up. It's surviving. So we keep to the same. We snap back into the... It has to be the same. Some days we'll have rain and snow forecast this Saturday, so take your plants in. Some days will almost exactly the same before, and then the sun shines and you get a postcard. Or some whiskey at the post, and you talk to your pals online, and some of the sameness pasts. It can be like spinning or knitting. You're doing the same motion endlessly, but then there's a splodge of colour, or your bobbin fills up. And someday soon, 
the sameness will end. So hold on to the sparkle of the sea and the new burns news and the sparkly fire star or postcard on the mat or even me in your ears with her inspiration uplifting music. It is a really good song by The Real People and if you've never heard them before do go listen to their uh, back catalogue on YouTube or even buy their CD which would be good. The next line of their Every Day is the Same is and it feels good. I think he's talking about love. So, moving on. Right, here's where I thump the keyboard because we're going to go for effects of cheers for the essential workers time. And cheering. Thank you, all my friends. Uh, clapping. Thump, thump. One day soon, listeners, one day soon, they'll get that right. So I'm quite sure that every single one of you has somebody that is essential worker. You all will know a nurse. You all will know somebody who works for the council, who works and has to be out and about just now. We can't relax yet. So we still remain um, indebted to the essential workers and just this week I think we'll dedicate that to the care home workers and um, I have quite a few care home worker friends and I think about them often amongst the many other people and every time they go in I just hope that them and the people that they are caring for continue to be okay. So I'll move on. A wee watch a crack this week. Um, <laughs> maybe I should be using it, but I did an online course of a podcast or musical editing suite called Soundtrap. Some of you of my contemporaries' uh, podcast friends might actually be already using this, but I was given the chance to do an online training course of this, and it's actually really good. So when lockdown releases us and we have a bit more extra cash in the house because whilst I'm part-time I don't get a big wage uh, but Richard can't work until after it goes back to a bit more normality. He will be deemed as an essential worker because he works making electricity but just the way lockdown finished or sorry the lockdown started he was at the end of a contract and is not yet started his next contract. He was supposed to be in Germany, but he's not. He is currently outside with Buchal putting a fence around part of the garden that he's always wanted to put a fence around. Actually, that's a lie. He's always wanted to put stone dyke around it, but I'll settle for the fence. So, and we put the plastic on the polytile. We've got the gardens looking awesome. He's been busy in that respect, but at the other side of things is we don't have the cash coming into the house so um i'll not be buying soundtrap anytime soon but i would recommend that if you get the chance you have a look at it if you are wanting to do some audio or pop uh, music recording and need to do some editing it's pretty straightforward to use um 
I think the bit that I do the most is the editing of my mistakes. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that just now. And you'll be like, oh, I wish you was using that now. And there's some really cool sound effects that you can put in it. So I think I'll look at it again. And um, it's, it's been good fun today because we were using it actually for what it's supposed to be used for. <laughs> so that made me laugh. There's also been a big debate again on Twitter about how some designers are maybe underlying, underlying, underwriting other designers because they have put some of their pattern library out for either free or discounted. And the designers who this is their only income, some of them are a little bit upset about that and the had a rant about it, which is absolutely fine. I think it's quite an interesting debate. Um, there's a lot to do with advertising just now. I heard an advert on MA4, Marie Verdeo, for ye of slightly older generation in my area, um, about how advertising just now will pay benefit for when the economy takes a bit of a a step forward. <laughs> I'm not going to say up or down because I expect it to be down. Did none of you do pandemic in, in research at school in geography? Because to me, none of this is news, but to other people, they're like, oh, and this is happening now. And we're, yeah, that's the next stage. And then I said to my husband and he goes, no. I said, what? You didn't do pandemics at school. So it must have obviously just been something I got to do in geography. However, um, <laughs> show my ignorance again Aye. assume you should never assume because you make a <clears throat> an ass out of you and me isn't that a horrible phrase <laughs> anywho um, so the debate on the pattern freebies I think if you want to support your designers then maybe you should do it and yeah get the get the free stuff I mean if the part, the designer is willing to do that but if you still want to pay for it, you can actually pay for it without putting a coupon code in or just donating them by PayPal. There is ways and means around paying for patterns on Ravelry without using uh, getting the freebies. Obviously, we all love a freebie, but if we want our designers to be there working for us, designing such amazing garments, then I think, you know, if you have the money to then Go for it. Also, if you don't have the money, maybe don't take the Mickey out of it, because um, then the designers won't be there. But a balance, I think, is what's required. Yeah, moving on. A huge congratulations to Ella of Giffnet Girl Flame because she is a grandma again. Thankfully, the baby arrived, all is well, and congratulations to everybody in your family. So really, really nice news. Also hard, hard news because you can't go over and be proper Granny Ella for a little while yet, but it will come, Ella, it will come. Also a lovely hello to, a Louise hello to Suzanne, uh, who always... <laughs> sends nice messages sometimes and she works 
for the NHS and um, I bow to her greatness. So Suzanne, you're never far from my thoughts. Uh, somebody else who's not far from our thoughts just now is Tanya over in Skye. Uh, Skye's been hit by their care home. They've got a big clump of people. They've got the virus just now. And for such a small community, it's, it's going to be tough. So Tanya and everybody in Skye, we thank you of you. A hello all the way down to Somerset to Caroline and Steve. You have such lovely Instagram posts. It always makes me smile. And hello to London Sam, who keeps the music going. That was a bit longer there because I couldn't remember what I was going to say. I haven't written it down. Well, actually, what I forgot to write down was um, the yellow tweed wool that I was talking about last episode. And actually, the teal cone, because actually Suzanne said that she's got the same teal cone as me. We are teal cone, I own a yarn twins. I said, what are you going to make? And she suggested maybe the cat again or Jumpersworth. And I was like, Jumpersworth, is that a pattern name? It's not, but it should be. Jumpersworth. Isn't that a cool name for a pattern? In my head, it is just amazing. So, haven't I just decided at all on that, but I definitely want this yellow cardigan looking at me just now, going, Not with me, because you want to. I still haven't found the proper pattern for you yet, yellow wool. I had a lovely, lovely look on Ravelry and... Fell down the rabbit hole. I eventually did find the pattern that I was trying to remember. And it was the Vitamin D by Heidi Kramer. I hope that's right. It was definitely Vitamin D. And uh, Louise sent me, Louise Scully sent me a link to a couple that she's made with similar kind of wool. Funnily enough, one that was yellow. I don't know why I'm telling you this because I can't remember what it was. No, it's not coming back to me. Oh, Elizabeth. Oh, I feel like I'm reaching into the ether here with my crystal ball. What is your name? Elizabeth, possibly Jordan. What was the name of the pattern? No, I'm a fraud. Anyway, I liked that pattern. I thought it was quite nice. Um, and the amazing amount of patterns that are actually on Ravelry for cardigans of the double knits weight. So I really, really enjoyed that. I still haven't decided on what I want. <laughs> in fact, I'm wearing a cardigan just now that Richard says, oh, that really suits you. So if I could just find the exact same knitted pattern as this bought cardigan, that would be really good. But they don't have a selection for that in Ravelry yet. This is the pattern I bought. It is not knitted, but it is really well, I suppose it must be machine knit. But it's a really, really fine gauge. Hmm, I wonder what kind of stuff it is. You just talk amongst yourselves while I find the tag here. Lipsy. Hmm. Made in China. I bet it's polyester. Hmm. So what are you knitting just now? Wash hand? Hand wash separately? I've never hand washed this yet. Nylon viscose wool. Don't you love it when they tell you that there's wool in it? What type of wool? Well, there you go. That's why you're supposed to hand wash it separately. 
I've not hand washed it yet. I've just shoved it in a 40 degree wash and it's not shrunk yet. However, don't do that to any of your hand knits. Not a good idea. No. I know from experience. Bad, bad idea. So, uh, what did I decide to do with that? Nothing. I made it sit in its box and it just sits and looks at me squeaking every now and again. Not with me. But it reminds me of Angela, so I like that. Uh, Angela's... Angela is... I sound like Diana, but there. Jimmy. Angela. If you have ever listened to Dead Ringers, the comedy channel, uh, Radio 4 podcast of a Friday, you will understand where I'm going from. I quite like Diana a bit, actually. She cracked open that gin and tonic on that train and whilst it wasn't the rules, it was a gin and tonic on a train and that should be the rule. So anyway, but I suppose she should be <laughs> adhering to the laws that she probably tried to vote in. Um, so I have mainly been knitting on the Optimism top. It's kind of like a t-shirt. Um, and this is by the designer M. Ski Knits, or Melissa, as I know her. And I am using Space Cadet Mia, which is a bamboo superwash merino. And it's a pastely, pastely. <laughs> if I don't know what it is, I put L-Y on the end of things. And then it makes it sound... Like, I you know what I'm talking about. Oh, the house martins are nesting. Oh, you might hear them. Maybe not. If you're on tweets, that's the house martins. They've come back with vengeance and they always nest above this eve. I'm going to have to move the cover, otherwise it's going to poop all over it. Yes. Hey, listeners, where was I? Oh, and the other nice thing that's outside is that the coos are back. Now, out the field directly in front of my drive... The farmer from what, a mile and a half away has that field and various other fields around here. And he always puts the coos there in the springtime with their calves. Some of you listeners are going, what? Coo, coo, cow, cow, cow in their calves. And then I know for certain that springtime is almost properly here. I know we're forecast snow, but when the coos reappear at the field, oh, and the hoose martins are back. Could speak a bit more like a Cadenesian if I could try. Uh, right, there's me taking the mic out myself. So this uh, super could super. I'm looking at super and I'm looking at space cadet and I've mashed the two together. This yarn, it's in a very pastel palette because it there was a set of mini skeins and one hundred gram hank that went with it. And it was uh, more of a solid purple. And I've also got a solid light green. And I am making this really lovely and light knitted fabric. And I, I have done the both arms. They're little arms. Uh, cuff arms, cuff sleeves. And I'm halfway up the tummy area. So, I mean, I've got quite a bit to go because my tummy is expanding because <laughs> I've not done enough exercise and drinking all the time and eating. Nom, 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 nom. So I don't really think it's the right yarn for the pattern because it's supposed to be for linen and it's got quite a crisp pattern effect on either side of the ribs. 
on your sides. You might hear Buchel woofing because Richard is using the wheelbarrow now. And for some reason, Buchel likes to woof at the wheelbarrow. And he also likes to woof at the horse. They're having a talk. The horse is trying to stick his head over the fence to eat our grass, because obviously the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. But Buchel is on the other side of the fence and he doesn't always like the horse to stick his head over. But then they run up and down the fence together and the horse's owner says it's okay. And Buchel's wagging his tail. But I wish he'd stop whiffing because it's quite annoying. Uh, however, the wool, the yarn is maybe not the exact right yarn for this pattern, but I think it'll turn out okay and it'll be such a nice light summer top and it's really such a simple simple design pattern for it i'm, I'm just really enjoying it it's, it's great tv knitting um which i think i'll just tell you what i've been watching just now i watched on bbc3 normal people and then i thought oh i'm gonna read that book so I listened to the book in a couple of days and it's by Sally Rooney. It's set in Ireland about a couple who know each other at school and it's about the relationship between them and when they leave university. It's really, really easy to listen to. It was very easy to watch. Very racy, if you're not of that... Um, like, you don't want to watch it because... <laughs> but... I enjoyed both the book and the film. And you know how you always think one's maybe better than the other? Well, I liked the characters better in one than I did in the other. And then the other way round for the book, say I liked the girl better in the book and I liked the boy better when he was acting. Episode 10, I think it is. Um, they talk about depression and suicide. And it's really, really well done. So, and it's just, it's just really good. So I enjoyed that. We watched Gangs of London, which was incredibly violent. I'm not even going to say kind of gratuitously violent. I suppose like it was gratuitously um, racy, the previous programme I'm talking about. But uh, Gangs of London were very twisty and turny. Very, very violent. Very very violent. So if you don't like violence, don't watch that either. Um, but I tell you what's really, really nice is The Great British Sewing Bee, which is on in an hour and a half. I'm really looking forward to that. I love it. It really makes me want to sew. <laughs> Although I haven't because the dress is still sitting, cutting bits. And on Saturday I thought, well, I uh, find if I've got some thread and maybe start that. And then I thought, I looked at the instructions and thought, I can't remember what to do. Uh, so it's still sitting there. And that will be my treat for when we can expand our social bubble. <laughs> when lockdown sort of starts going into the next phase, when I can go around to my mum's. <laughs> I am disappearing to her house. Or she's coming here, one or the other, and we're going to sew. I'll get that dress. Yay. Right, uh, so that's been what I've been watching and listening, but I'm not finished with the crafting, so hang in there. Um, oh, well, I came up on the Saturday and I was listening to my book and everybody wanted to do different things. So we were all in different rooms, which was lovely. 
because you do need different a little bit of time by yourself don't you and i had put out a bird in the hand oyster catcher little kit and the book and a, a needle and i just sat there and i thought well, i'm gonna cast that on just now so i cast it on and i sat and i've knitted most of the i've knitted the head and most of the body i think i've got to do the tail and bit more bits because i suppose it's got wings and a beak and feet and stuff so i have enjoyed doing that but it's something that you can pick up and put down quite easily and it's three millimeter needles so can be a little bit tight on the hands but i quite enjoyed doing that i love sue stratford stuff uh, and I have been spinning quite a bit as well. I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode or not. Uh, <laughs> last episode, yeah. Because I might have messaged it and men- messaged, mentioned it. You are not a Facebook friend. But some of you are, actually. Hello, Facebook friends. Some of you are WhatsApp friends. Hello, WhatsApp friends. Um, and I, I know I've talked about it in one part, but I can't remember. So what I, what I have done... I spun um, some hand-dyed Shetland top, and it was only one ounce. The sheep, I think, was called Lucinda. And this is from the Flock Bransonas. And I think this is from Treen, who used to send me lots of spinny stuff. And um, I didn't get an awful lot of that. I got 30 metres, and I did it in single. It's quite nice. It's a... Uh, blue and purple and then I got some hand-painted baby alpaca comb top and this is called peony peony such a weird word p-e-o-n-y it's like the flower but mum's peonies are pink this isn't pink this is quite quite dark blue it's like a black blue it's sitting in the sunshine just now it's lovely and this is from upstreamalpacasetsy.com. Now, I don't know if they're still going because this was sent to me quite a long time ago. However, I got 152 metres of this in singles. And I think that my go-to sort of weight has become Aaron weight. So that was fine. I wasn't getting an awful lot out of it. Either of them, because it was only an ounce and then four ounces, and I don't know what I'm doing. I was just wanted to spin, and then I just wanted to knit. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. And the other one that I finished is sparkly blue and fluffy. It's like a unicorn. It's so fluffy I could die. I don't want to die. I don't know why she says that. And this is Hilltop Cloud, and she's definitely still on the go. Hilltop Kate, and this is called Jaquin Jaquin Eta. I don't know how to speak tonight. This is a 50%, 30%. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You'd never think I'd podcasted before, goodness sake. 50% Merino, 30% Shetland, 10% Angora, and 10% Firestar. Dun, 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 dun. So it's got a sparkle through it. And it didn't feel itchy at all when I was. Uh, splitting it or working with it so hopefully it'll not be too itchy in probably the scarf that I'm going to knit with it and I did ply it uh, into true ply but it's come out bulky so that's all sitting in bags over on top of the yellow cone and then I started some 
think that's Merino. I'm not organised enough to take over the label for over there. But it's too far away to actually read and squint. However, it's quite pretty. I think I've done about one and a half ounces of spinning because I'm not quite halfway through one of the bobbins. I'm going to put it on two bobbins and then ply it together and I have managed to spin it a fair bit thinner and I think it'll come out a sport weight. But it's, it spins lovely and it's a blue and green. So all my spinning seems to be blue and greens which is quite sea kind of colours so lovely. And what else have I got written down here? No, that's it. Listeners, I think I'm almost finished. This episode, <laughs> felt like I had a lot more in this one, but it's a lot shorter. I don't know whether you're going to be pleased at this because I feel quite unpolished tonight. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Can I tell you what's out the window just now? Because it's so pretty out there. Um... It's quite green. We're starting to lush up now. And the sky is very light blue. And it's fading just in the distance because I'd say the sun is going down. But nah, it didn't go down till the sunset was at 10 o'clock last night. We're getting into that part of May. I think I've decided that I like May best. The month of May because you're not yet at the summer equinox where you just know that it's just going to get darker from now on in. Things have started to grow, spring has sprung, winter is pretty much done with and you have the promise of a summer to come and it just feels like there's promise and optimism in the air. I always feel like that in this time of year so I just hope that this year it carries on to be as optimistic as possible. Which means that we all have to keep washing our hands and keep well and be well because I'm not ready to lose any more of you. Thank you. And there is a couple of jackdaws having a wee fly about. Richard's still at the fence, which is great because he's outside. And <laughs> you know when they start to breathe and they start to annoy you? <laughs> the sound of them breathing. <laughs> I love him very much. <laughs> Every day is the same. <laughs> oh, listeners, of a long time of old, you know I love my husband very, very much. But you know we have quite good banter. Uh, and it was him that got the whiskey in the post. We were chainsawing things, and you have to you have to trust your partner when he has a chainsaw. Stand when you're standing behind him picking up the bit of wood that you're going to hold for him to chainsaw because we had a whole pile of pallets and bits and pieces around the wood pile that had been building up. Some of it was getting rotten so he chopped it up and I then managed to make four fish boxes full of kindling. I am super kindle queen. You wouldn't mess with me when I've got that machete in my hand, I can tell you. I've got an honest blister as well, which is slightly annoying because it kept catching the knitting needle last night so I'm not so keen on this honest blister actually after all. Um, so we we're, were chainsawing and then all of a sudden the Menzies delivery guy appears. So, oh, hello. Now, because we get the same delivery guy all the time, I knew who he was. So I was just like, oh, thanks. And he just said, 
oh, there's a delivery for you over there and we don't have to sign for things just now. Uh, I was like, oh, cool. Oh, no, the dog must have spoken to him. I hate when the dog speaks to people out with the family bubble because then you've got to wash the dog down. And the dog doesn't like particularly being washed in this in the shower. He likes to be rolling around having a dust bath right now. And he comes in like pig pain from Charlie Brown. You know, the dust cloud. He likes to share you his dust. However, um, we kind of hose him down because he's still a surface. But that's beside the point. So this, this package is sitting there and I'm looking at it. Going, that looks like a box of whiskey. I never ordered anything. Did you order anything when you were drunk? <laughs> Which seems to be a thing these days. Anyway, no. I, I have ordered stuff, but that's not it. And it's not been sent out yet. And no, as is, I'm sure that's from the whiskey people because it looks like the box. So he opens it up. And we get whiskey sometimes from a company called Abbey Whiskey. Now, quite a few years ago now, Richard was doing team, a team uh, position in the Braveheart Triathlon. He was doing the cycle and his pal was doing the swim and the run. So when the he finished the cycle, he goes off and starts walking up Bain Nevis. Down coming from Bade Nevis was a runner and says, oh, there's somebody injured there. Could you let the marshals know? And he says, I know bother. So he goes over and Richard, who used to be in the memory school and the Coast Guards, starts medically assisting this poor man who had fallen and seriously um, broken his leg several places. So I stayed with the mountain rescue who were there and chatted to him, kept his mind off it. He went to hospital, he recovered, he did the brave heart the next year. But in the meantime, Richard had talked to him about the how we would do whiskey tasting. And, which I know listeners have not done for some, for some time. So, um, but we actually ran out of whiskey because we've done them all. So Richard had said, oh yeah, we do podcasts with whiskey. We'll know a bit about it. Yeah, I'll buy some of you. And he actually, when Richard went to buy whiskey off him, he sent us a little bit of freebies as well. I no need, because Richard never ever looks for anything when he helps people like that. He just wants them to know that wants to know that they're okay. But he obviously wanted him to know that he thought much of him helping him. That's really nice. Long story short, <laughs> I think you like the long story with me, really, don't you? Uh, so we kept in touch with him. Have bought some pretty cool whiskies from him over the years, and completely out the blue, which. Funny enough, because Richard was saying, oh, do you know what? After the the contract ended, he says, I think I'm going to buy a bottle of whiskey from Mike. And But we never did because of lockdown. And then he says, oh, do you know, I really fancy getting a bottle of whiskey from Mike. <laughs> but watching pennies until lockdown stops. So whiskey sort of slightly down... The list of priorities, even though alcohol is a big part of the priorities right now. I'm sure some of you are the same. Not on a school night, though. My neighbour was like, Louise, every day is Friday just now. <laughs> I was like, I'm still only working. So, um, I'm a lover, can I take it, Captain? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, he opens up very carefully, you know, getting rid of him, wiping everything down. <laughs> Opens it up and here's three miniatures of whiskey in a glass and a wee postcard just saying, I hope you and the family are okay. Sending you some cheer in the post. Cheers to you all, Mike. Never asked for it. 
And do you know, that is my ray of sunshine this week. Uh, two weeks ago was my postcard from Louise. There's been a couple of deaths um, in our circles. Nobody close, but sudden deaths. And somebody else who's not well at all. Um, but not with the virus, but sadly something else. And it, it, was, it was a hard couple of days. So just these little gestures... And he didn't need to do that, and I'm quite sure that his business is suffering just now. But how thoughtful and how kind, and it just cheered us all up completely. So, listeners, I think very soon there will be more whiskey tasting in this podcast and better editing. <laughs> it was a long way of telling you that. But I just wanted to share how we felt for once, because it was quite hot. He's chainsaw, and I'm like, please don't kill me. Please don't be like Chainsaw Massacre. Did I give him extra cheek this morning? No, I think I was quite nice to him this morning. I'm pretty sure I made him a cup of tea. I'll make him another cup of tea. Please don't chainsaw me. <laughs> well, listeners, I'm sure you're not like that with your husbands. <laughs> or Catherine Limer. I'm sure she's not like that with you, because Catherine Limer chainsaws. I admire people that can chainsaw. I don't think I'm strong enough to chainsaw. Don't let it stop you. I can almost work an axe and I can work a machete and I can work a wood chopping thing and I can spin. So I'm happy. <laughs> and chainsaws scare me. So, yeah. Right, listeners, I think that is enough of me rabbiting on. Oh, there was some rabbiting there. There was so much handbag rabbiting. Um, I just don't know. I've actually got my handbag rabbit sitting in my hands. I don't know if you can remember, but... A while ago, I made a little rabbit and I used furry, fuzzy fur and it's a rabbit. <laughs> he has fluffy ears and eyes and everything. I used to live in my handbag and I held it when I went to the dentist. Everybody needs a, chains- a chainsaw. <laughs> you might need one of them come the apocalypse. But <laughs> it is the apocalypse. Maybe this is me. I haven't been drinking tonight, listeners, right? Oh, and that was the other thing I was going to say was... Um, Richard was doing the list. He says, what we have for Sunday? And I says, because uh, will I buy a roast? I says, no, there's meat upstairs. And he says, oh, but I'm keeping that for good because we've got some Wagyu beef. We know one of the farmers who has Wagyu beef and um, we've been keeping it for good. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? Now is the rainy day. It wasn't raining. Now... We have to have it now because don't keep it for good. We might be dead in three weeks. You just don't know. Just use the cashmere. Use the Wagyu beef. Burn the candles. Use the stuff. We can get them again. But don't have them left over because life's just too short, listeners, isn't it? And I think that we are all thinking that right now. So I want you, every single one of you listeners, to... Put your hand on that ball of wool, that skein of yarn that you've been keeping for good. You might not have a project with it, but I want you to put your hand in it and I want you to take it up to the top of your stash and I want to, you to look at it and I want you to remember why you bought it. It might have thought that it was an, an expensive thing at the time or, oh, I'm going to keep that for good. Don't. Start thinking what you're going to use it for. You know I'm right. On that note, listeners, I'm going to end with the uplifting music. (laughs) Because I quite liked it. It was quite cheesy, but quite good. And this is me playing the piano. Okay, listeners, 
please keep well keep washing your hands and just keep on crafting this goes on for a minute by the way so uh, just calm down that's lovely Oh, that's nice. You didn't even hear me hitting the wrong notes here either. I'm sure you heard Richard shutting the shade door. <laughs> I better go make him a cup of tea. Right, listeners, take care.